This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Bring it up, Jay. Better you bet on the BetQL network. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you. All right, we got a we got a lot to do here, as, as per usual, in the final hour of the show. Uh, we'll get to all our bets for tonight, NBA, NHL. Uh, and then all our NFL bets for Week 14 on Sunday with like a ton of injury information coming in today. Maybe we'll get some news on Shohei Otani at some point before the end of the show or before all of us die. Um, apparently, he was on his way to Toronto, and then he wasn't. I don't think anyone knows at this point. So if we find out where Shohei Otani is signing before the end of the show, we will obviously bring it to you and give you the uh, like the real-time kind of betting breakdown of wherever Shohei Otani decides to sign um, if it happens at some point in the next uh, 54 minutes. Not that we're counting. Uh, so all of our bets are coming up for tonight as we move along here in the Power Hour. But, you know, we wanted to pay this off because we got a lot of submissions today, and we appreciate it. And we're going to do this more often, and I said this um, last hour on the show, as we get out of football season and, you know, just kind of excited about the evolution of You Better You Bet, like really pumped for what's to come down the line for us as a show. As we move forward, we'll do more of this kind of stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, trial, trial balloon. That that's the thing, right? A trial balloon. That's a yeah, thing. the trial balloon. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just making sure. It's 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 it's, it's, Dece- it's December, <laughs> and like the brain doesn't work as well when we as we get sure. into these months. Um. So trial balloons here. So we want to pay this off, and we want to make sure that everybody gets their questions heard, and um, and we will talk about their bets. Uh. Okay. So why don't we, Jake, play the DGen corner open again here, and we will get rolling here with some more uh, submissions from the people, their favorite bets for the weekend, and the rationale behind them. Help! Help! I need directions to Bing Bong Bay. Yes, but the only way to get there is to stop at the D-Gen Corner. Okay. Alex Fasano is our executive producer, complete with, I, I honestly think, who's got a better fake laugh than Alex with the way he starts off every single one? It's like, well, <laughs> our next one comes from the YouTube chat. <laughs> That's really good. 
I love it. Wow. It's like perfect for it's perfect for like hosting a game show. It's like a very it's good game excellent. show host vibe. Yeah. It's excellent. And like and you will see if you haven't already the picture of Alex that we have as our and by the way, and I've said this on the show this week and I put it on social media also. Like amazing job by our crew with the new like graphics for like guests that come on the show. They look outstanding. So Mike, toss that up there for our pal Alex. Alex, what's the next bet for us? All right, next one coming from the YouTube chat at Vaughn. <laughs> Just at Vaughn, I guess. Vaughn. <laughs> Some people like to go by Vaughn. one name, you know? Yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, or, or Cher. Um, so he's got yeah. Colts Seal. over one and a half field goals. His reasoning, Matt Gay has at least two attempts in eight straight games and made two out of six of the last ones. Bengals have allowed two attempts or more in nine of the last 12 games, including four straight. Uh, I don't really like, I don't handicap like field goal props, really. But I can tell you that like, I, I, I'm in like a bunch of fantasy leagues in the playoffs and I have Matt Gay in a bunch of leagues because the Colts are, and we, we, we talk about their overs like every week with the way the play volume that Steichen has here. Um, I, I feel like he's always in play for like these sorts of things because the Colts are always running a billion plays. And when you run a billion plays, like puts you in contention to, to score more points. Um, I will say that I hope that this bet doesn't hit only because like I bet the over in the game and I would like for touchdowns to be scored, not field goals. I don't, I don't think it's a terrible bet, but Ken, I also, I don't really like do the field goal props. It makes sense though. I would, uh, I would just say like, I would put this in at like 1259 on Sunday because this is one of the games that could be impacted by severe weather and uh, just like a, an applicant. So like, I, I, I like the bet if the weather's fine, but it's unlikely to be fine. And it's just worth knowing like what the, like kicking is one of the, like the first things you would think of that's going to be impacted by a weather game. So, Hey, forecast clears up and like all systems go and the total gets sped up even more. And, uh, and you feel like you have an angle here. Great. Like I, yeah, makes, makes perfect sense to me. No problem. I will say on the flip side of that, if there are any games that end up being really bad, like Baltimore seems like the one that people are like, this is the one that could actually be the most disastrous. But even then, like the forecast doesn't look that bad. I just looked at an updated Baltimore forecast. It looks fine. Um, so I, who knows? But uh, in any of these games on Sunday, if you uh, if we get to especially like not the morning of, because that's when I think the markets could kind of go haywire. Everybody watches the morning shows and they show the pictures from the stadium. But like tomorrow, on Saturday, if the forecast looks really bad, like only 24 hours away, you could at least get some confidence that that's what it's going to be like. There are field goal props open on every single game at this exact moment because I've looked at them already earlier today. And like some of the ones that would be like your first, like your first hits. If so, let's say, uh, let's say Ravens Rams, it's there's a hurricane, 50 mile per hour winds, whatever. Uh, a bunch of domestics have total distance of all the field goals in the game. So, you know, like 142 or whatever, like 168 uh, under for whatever they take. And then under from like your parents account and your spouse's account and all that stuff. And then there are props that there is a three-way market on who will score the first field goal of the game and each team will be priced and the third option will be no field goal like there will be zero and that is typically priced in like the 30 to 1 range uh because there's a field goal in most games that are played except you're not dealing with a normal game you're dealing with like a weird game and so the likelihood that there will be zero also goes up if the weather's again have to be confident it's really bad to like confidently make the bets also there'll be like total points props for both kickers in most places like this is all obviously uh, under the same umbrella uh which it's hopefully raining on top of and so if you get the the bad weather conditions on sunday like i think you kind of fire away on that stuff but i, I think i would do it like 
like Sunday morning, my concern would be everyone has the exact same thought and then they close the market so you can't do it anymore or it gets priced correctly. God forbid that happens. Um, so, but tomorrow, like, you know, just double check everything. I don't think we're going to have a game like that, but we might. And if we do, there's like a, there's a plan of action there. I, I love that. This par for the course on the show. I give like a fantasy football run around answer. Ken gives you a great betting take. Uh, shout out to Vaughn. Also, um, how about this? Just really quickly ahead of our NBA best of the best. Christian Winfield, who covers the Knicks for the New York Daily News, um, tweeting that Tom Thibodeau was asked if there will be changes to the Knicks starting lineup. And Thib said there could be. We'll see. To me, that means Which like Grimes out. Yeah, Grimes out yeah. after he complained the other night. DiVincenzo in. Uh, curious if Di- what the DiVincenzo props are going to be. I bet it the other night it didn't go over. Um, back to the well. Uh, Alex, what's next here in uh, whatever we're calling the segment? Real Ones No? Next one for Real Ones No comes from the YouTube chat. At Eric Frankowiak. He's taken Jarek McKinnon anytime touchdown. Why? Well, Pacheco being ruled out should open the door for more runs here. All right, so I'm going to open up this market, uh, the anytime touchdown market in this game, and let's see what the price is. I think is Eric's okay. like a real one, too. I think Eric likes like Eric, all of our tweets and responds to us all the time. I recognize Eric that Eric is definitely yeah. a real one. Eric, we appreciate yeah. you. So right now, bet, I'm just looking at BetMGM, you know, because they sponsor us. Uh, CEA. So for people that don't know, Isaiah Pacheco's out for the for the Chiefs. Might go on IR. Uh, Mc, Clyde Edwards-Alaire plus one hundred five anytime touchdown. McKinnon's plus one twenty five. So like this is a, th- these prices have like have I've already been nuked. Honestly, like the way that I look to play this, I'm guessing they'll have a third running back active. It will likely be Lamichael Pirine. I would play Lamichael Pirine anytime touchdown. And actually, I was actually thinking about this um, earlier today when like this news broke. So. Kansas City needs, like, a power element in their run game, which Pacheco gives. Like, McKinnon's, like, a really good change of pace, like, pass-catching running back. Like, he definitely has a role and was awesome down the stretch. Like, helped people win their fantasy leagues last year. Edwards-Alaire is just, like, whatever. Like, he's he's a jag. He's just a guy. He's whatever. He's not good at really anything. Um, so I'm curious if maybe if P. Ryan's going to be active if, like, they'll use P. Ryan as kind of like the straight-ahead hammer. Now, he might not be active in the game. We could have this conversation on Sunday, but Sunday conversation. And he's not even going to be active in the game. Um, and maybe we'll get word on that earlier in the day, what Kansas City's going to do. I doubt they're only going to have two running backs active. And that's how I'd look to play it. I don't see enough value on the McKinnon anytime touchdown bet. because That's just how I bet anytime touchdowns. Like, the secret's out on Jarek McKinnon to score. You know what I mean? Like, he's plus 125 now. Yeah, I mean, I think when the Pacheco news comes out, Maybe there's like a small window where some books aren't going to move as fast as others, and you could bet those anytime touchdown prices. The problem with NFL news is it's NFL news. Like it just the the everyone's kind of paying attention. Everyone's got Adam Schefter, you know, tweets up and and sports books, even ones that don't pay attention to a lot of stuff. Like everyone's kind of usually paying attention to NFL news, especially if it's going to get amplified by a lot of big accounts. So yeah, cat's out of the bag on that stuff. Price has moved. And now you kind of have to have like a different conversation about like, all right, everyone already knows Pacheco's out. Here are the prices. Like now what? And like, is there anything else to do in that situation? And uh, that's not a question I'm going to be able to answer. Uh, I So I'm looking in the YouTube chat and Eric, to be fair, like took this at like at a, at a better price than is available right now. So like Eric, just the, I'm sure Eric's watching or listening. Yeah, like good job. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think I think at this point, like for my personal opinion, I'd rather like wait to see who the third running back is going to be. Play into some uncertainty. Like the one, th- the only thing that I think we can be certain about in the and like Andy Reid said, Edwards Alaire is going to start the game. That means he's going to take the first snap. So great, first down, run for two yards, and now McKinnon comes in for a passing down on second down. Maybe it's his like, unders. McKinnon- 
like if Reed's gonna like yell that that Edwards Alaire's the starter, maybe that gets like built into his market, like his lines where oh, like Reed said he was gonna be the starter, so it's like a bigger number when we kind of know that that's like not really how it works at all. Like maybe that's the way to play that news. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about this more on Sunday. <laughs> you better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Friday, Alex. Uh, Alex, what's next? All right, next comes from the Twitch chat at Geraldo85. He, he likes Will Disley anytime touchdown. He didn't really give much reasoning, just just likes Will Disley to score. My uh, my my guess is that Geraldo is a real one. He's been listening to the show for a long time and probably yeah. wanted us to say something about Will Disley because uh, for right. the newer newer listeners and viewers of the show, yeah, there was like what year was that? That was the COVID year, right? Twenty twenty, the Will Disley rant. Yeah, yeah, you got everything so right. People that... Yeah, go ahead. So for people that don't, there's a Seahawks-Eagles Monday night game. I gave out like five props and a side on the game. Everything hit, literally all the bets hit, except for Will Disley. And I was getting tweets from people like, what about Will Disley? Like, where's Will Disley? And I like went off of, and that was in the non-terrestrial radio area of the era of the show. And I completely blew my top and like dropped a couple F-bombs. And I think people kind of really liked it. So that's where the Will Disley thing comes from. So do I think Will Disley is going to score? Like, no, I don't. Like, he's like, I think he's like, I don't know if he's their third tight end, but, like, Fant's the primary tight end. Colby Parkinson gets targets also. So, look, like, Disley could score. I just, I, I don't think that I would, I would bet Fant to, sco- like, to score if I had to take a Seahawks tight end. So, maybe Will Disley will score, and then we'll be able to say, what about, what about Will Disley? Um, I don't know if we have any more football ones for right now, um, Alex, that we want to roll in, but should be a couple NBA props. Curious to see what those are, if you have, like, one or two of them. Yeah, sure, we got an NBA one for you here from the Twitch chat, at I Hate My Teams. I don't think he's a real one, but I'm pretty sure he's a long and avid listener. Uh, he's list- he's listing David Avdia over four and a half assists. His reasoning, he has five or more in five of his last six, and Washington has been running the ball through him more recently. So Denny Avdija, Ken, is the uh, the prop for the tonight for the Washington Wizards. Is they're at the Nets tonight, and the total in the game is like 240. Uh, I, I am not steeped enough in knowledge about Denny Abdesia and like the Wizards' offense to like offer like a like a strong take here on this. I liked his his rationale though behind it. That sounded pretty good. Yeah, I don't know if I have like uh, like any anything that smart. Uh, I was reading something the other day on when totals are really high in the NBA, what stats are impacted the most. And, uh, and it was like, if you have guys that are volume rebounders, they actually accumulate stats at an absurd rate in high total games because the quality of, sh- it's like a ton of poor quality shots very fast. So they'll just like gobble up all the rebounds and all those shots will miss. I think the, uh, I think assists were the thing least impacted. So I originally I was going to be like, oh, high total. Maybe you can go over it. I actually don't think that's how assists work like at all. I actually think it has nothing to do with how assists work. So I guess like, like, I, you know, to be fair, there are prop. We're gonna do a prop in, in uh, when we do our NBA bets that like has literally hit like all the time, and they haven't changed the number yet. And it's like, yeah, if they're just if he just keeps going over and they just keep putting the same number out, that is actually it can be an inefficient market. Like it doesn't have to be like the perfect number. So if it's something that's been going over a lot, they haven't changed it yet. Sure, keep firing. All right, absolutely love it. So great job by uh, by the real ones here. I was actually did did our pal Anthony send one in? I got a note from Anthony saying he wanted us to read his bet. Do we have anything from Anthony in the uh, in any of the yeah, chats, man. Alex? Anthony. I actually am looking at the YouTube chat now. He says, want to get spicy, question mark? Carter Hart for Vezina. Vezina, excuse me. 
That's okay. Vezina, whenever you get real spicy there, is that a new type of pepper? Alex is really bad with the pronunciations of some of these things. That's okay. Love Alex. That's a good job. Like, I mean, there's a lot of goalies that like can win still because it's early in the season. Uh, strikes me as very unlikely. Team success probably won't be there. Maybe they make the playoffs and be the eight. That usually won't produce the winner. Numbers aren't necessarily very good right now. Like the leader in the clubhouse, by, not in the clubhouse because it's not over yet. Uh, the leader at like the 25-30 game mark by a mile is Cam Talbot, and it's not even close. And you will notice his prices have started creeping down the last couple of days. Had a shutout last night against Montreal. It's very interesting there on Cam Talbot. All right, great job by the real ones. Th- uh, do a throw. Try try this again. Submitting your favorite bets. We'll do this again coming up next. Phenomenal Football Friday. On the other side, we'll start giving out our bets for tonight and then NFL bets for the weekend. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. On the BetQL Network. All right. Uh, we don't have a ton of time here. Two segments. We've got to get to a lot of bets for tonight and, of course, for Week 14 NFL Sunday. So let's get to it right now. We'll start off on the ice. Uh, bets of steel here, Jake, for the National Hockey League on a Friday. It's time for Nick and Ken's Hockey Bets. Drop the puck. It's Bets of Steel. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jake, drop the drop the puck just one more time. Drop the puck. Just to say we did it. Uh, Ken, we don't have to go through all three games here. Just what, what bets do you have for tonight in the National Hockey League? Pens, Panthers, Blues, Blue Jackets, Wild Oilers. Yeah, there, uh, I, we were talking off the air, and I was like, man, I don't really have a lot I, I like for tonight. Uh, there are just a couple things that stand out. The Blue Jackets are still a pretty big price at home with the Blues not going to start Bennington. They're going to start... Hall of Famer or whatever this guy's name is, um, who has not been particularly Over. good and who we who we bet against a lot. Like Road minus one sixty with him as the goalie seems kind of tricky. Uh, so I kind of like the Blue Jackets, and then I kind of like the contrarian under in the Wild Oilers game with like Skinner playing well. Wild second night of a back to back and Flurry starting like seven in some places now. Kind of like under the Oilers obviously off like a game where they scored a million goals. So under there and Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets was the only one I had written down before we came on. Uh, I'm gonna play. I'll play against the uh, the Panthers here. Been in Florida in basically every game. I'll take a shot on the Pittsburgh Penguins here. Penguins plus 140 on the road in the Panthers, and I'll play Edmonton on the puck line at plus money. Oilers have been rolling. Give me the Oilers minus a goal and a half puck line plus 120 for the Oilers against the Minnesota Wild. Only three games tonight, so that's all our bets of steel for tonight in the National Hockey League. Which means, Jake, we can turn our attention to the NBA. Nick and Ken have been in the betting gym doing spreadsheet curls and prop lifts, getting ready for their biggest opponent yet. The NBA. And thanks to their training, they're now ready. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Ready for whatever may come. And when it comes to the sports books, they'll show no mercy with their NBA best of the best on You Better You Bet. All right, Ken, full slate tonight in the NBA. What is your favorite side? And there are actually uh, a couple that I really, really like. Uh, first one, 
and the market has moved in this direction, and I totally agree. Uh, I'll take the Nuggets at home against Houston, who's been like the worst road team in the history of basketball to start the year. And you get Denver off the really bad loss to the Clippers the other night where Jokic didn't play well. Just feels like a situation in a spot where they're going to play really well against a team that's absolutely brutal on the road. I am not surprised the market has moved in that direction. Uh, we'll call it eight and a half is the best number available right now. Uh, I like Denver. Uh, for by the way, for people that were listening to the show like yesterday or the last couple of days, has been brought up a lot. Like the Rockets being a home road team, how could you not like the Denver Nuggets tonight? It was the first thing I looked at when I looked at the odds board tonight. So I got a couple other sides I like as well. We'll save them for best of the rest. We can be simpatico, Ken, on our best of the best side. What's your favorite total for tonight? Uh, a couple unders that I like. Uh... I, it's a really low number. I kind of like the under in Minnesota Memphis anyway, but the one I kind of gravitated toward and uh, and shout out to Rick Camp who came on the show earlier in the week. Him and I text about this stuff all the time. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets pace with LaMelo Ball out of the lineup has been way lower, has caused them to go way under in a bunch of their games and for their offense to really struggle. They play Toronto tonight, who's got like perimeter defenders all over the place, obviously. Total's been bet down a little bit. I think people are starting to bet Hornets unders, honestly. 222, the number in the market right now. I'll uh, we'll play under on uh, on Raptors and Hornets. All right, so under Raptors Hornets for Ken. Uh, I I I just know this because when you know when the Knicks played the Suns a couple weeks ago at the Garden and everyone was out except for Devin Booker. Uh, Devin Booker had a huge game. Game went uh, over the total, and that was against the Knicks. Now they're playing Sacramento tonight, and Kevin Durant's out and Bradley Beal's out obviously as well, um, which gets you to the point spread of Kings minus two and a half on the road. I'll play the over in this game over two thirty four and a half, and I think Devin Booker will have a monster game tonight for the Phoenix Suns. So over for the Suns and the Kings. Ken, your favorite prop, and then uh, any other bets that you like for tonight in the NBA. Uh, I... I like the Spurs tonight, actually, who nobody likes. Uh, plus two, two and a half at home against the Bulls, who obviously uh, just found out today they'll be without Zach Levine for another three to four weeks. Maybe they don't even mind that, to be honest. But uh, on the road, and, and the Spurs have been really scuffling, I think this is like a pretty good matchup for them. And uh, just plus a couple points, plus a possession, I like them in that game. Prop-wise for me, um, and I, I was looking at some stuff today, I actually found this kind of by accident. I hadn't really looked at what the Raptors are doing statistically in like a long time since the first couple weeks of the year because Scotty Barnes is very unlikely to win most improved player. I've kind of abandoned like researching and looking at the Raptors. Didn't realize the consistency with which Pascal Siakam has gone under all of his props the entire season and what I would call like the unwillingness of the market to adjust to that. So his props tonight in all three key statistics are 23 and a half, seven and a half, and five and a half. 23 and a half points, seven and a half rebounds, five and a half assists. Uh, he has gone under 23 and a half points in 16 of 21 games so far this year. Now he went over it in his last start. Maybe that's part of what's creating this market. Um, just like any combination of points, points, rebounds, points, assists, the PRA, like he's gone under these projections in basically every game. Now tonight they're playing the Hornets. He could go over the no certainty in this stuff. Obviously, I just think it's really interesting. Like of all the superstar players I looked at because I compared him to some other guys, I was like, is this like a thing with some stars? Like he's just in this weird gray area because he's not a star. He's like kind of the best player on his team. And he has had a really rough start to the year. And he's been, you know like occasionally scoring, but not a lot. So uh, unders on Siakam, you find some creative ways to play that stuff, like parlay the unders in a couple statistical categories together. And then SGP, it pays way better. Um, just hasn't been performing very well. Doesn't mean he can't go over everything tonight. Just like we'll play on a guy who it seems like is still being lined really high. All right. So there you have it from Ken is uh, best of the best prop for tonight. Uh, I'll, Listen, but I'm going to bet this until the wheels fall off here because it's winning literally every single game. Jaime Jaquez is finally starting to get adjusted a little bit. He's up to 13 and a half now. Uh, I don't think it's high enough. 
Uh, he literally make high. I get sent people tweet me like highlights from this guy every single game. Hawkes is up to thirteen and a half at BetMGM. Uh, great, Jaime Hawkes over thirteen and a half points. Hawkes over thirteen and a half points. And I'll play my Knicks tonight. Dante Divincenzo in the starting lineup, and I haven't seen like what what um, his props have reopened at. Bet it the other night and it lost. Um, let me just look at this quick to see if this is back up. Got pulled once it was announced. Grimes was going to the bench and DiVincenzo was starting. It's still not up yet, but whatever. We can we can leave that be. I'll take the Knicks tonight. Generally play the Celtics tough. Lost to them earlier in the season. Porzingis had a huge game. I'll take the Knicks to cover tonight on the road in Boston. Knicks plus seven and a half. And the Jaime Hawkes points over. Uh, nine That's our and best of the best. For DiVincenzo. Just reopened in a couple other places. Nine and a half juiced over for DiVincenzo. Okay, so there, there you have it for DiVincenzo. It's only went up a point once it's announced DiVincenzo going into the starting lineup. And Ken, let's close with this. Um, thoughts on the NBA Cup Final tomorrow night with the Lakers and the Pacers. Betting market is the Lakers is about a three and a half or a four point favorite in this game, uh, and the total is two forty or two forty and a half or two forty one. Yeah, I mean, just like pretty square, but like honestly, had some success yesterday playing like just really high value players to play well in these games. That's like what the games have been about. Halliburton playing the max, playing a ton of like high usage player. LeBron playing like to his limit or until they're up by 50 points in the game. Uh, I agree with the number. I think the Lakers are, are more likely to win. So I totally agree with that. If you if you want to like take a little more risk and play the Lakers, you can shop LeBron to be the in-season tournament MVP. It's about 25 cents less than their money line. And like if they win the game, he probably has to play at least okay. And he has absolutely been the story of the in-season tournament aside from Tyrese Halliburton uh, and the Pacers. So like a cheaper way to play the Lakers if you want it. Uh, I mean, I'll be playing the LeBron PRA over and I'll be playing the Halliburton PRA over and like so be it. Like if the game goes under and they both brick a ton of shots, whatever. Um, I, I think it's pretty likely they're both pretty all in tomorrow. All right. So prop thoughts there from Ken on the game. I, I think that the Lakers are very likely to win the game. I think it's going to be really close. Pacers are just rolling right now, and I don't want to step in front of this train here in terms of covering the spread. So I want to wait and see how far this gets. It looks like we'll get at least a four here in this game. I'd like to get four or like, and I'll bet three and a half. Three and a half I have to as well. I want to get above a possession with the Pacers tomorrow night. We're way there already right now, but I'm going to wait and see if I can get an even better number coming up with Indiana to cover the spread tomorrow night in the in-season tournament final. I think the Lakers will win, but I think the Pacers keep it really close and the Pacers cover the spread against the Lakers. All right, and there you have it. Our NBA bets for tonight and for Saturday in the association. You better you bet now with Nick and Ken. Week 14 NFL Sunday picks are on the way. Jake, take it away with our favorite Mario theme. In our week 14 NFL Sunday betting sojourn in Atlanta with the Falcons and the Bucks. Atlanta, a two point favorite in the game, can at home. The total sitting at 41. Injury wise, here it's another not great injury report on defense for Tampa. Devin White, Jamel Dean both out. Vita Vea questionable. If he doesn't, didn't practice Friday, he doesn't go like. 
uh, fire up the B. John Robinson overs because Atlanta's going to run the ball for a million yards in this game. Um, A.J. Terrell questionable. We'll bring you more on Sunday. He's obviously uh, Atlanta's number one corner against Mike Evans. We need on like a concussion protocol. We'll talk about this more on Sunday. Ken bets for the Falcons and the Bucks. Yeah, all week we've talked about like potentially teasing Tampa. Man, like the Vea injury really, really sucks for a Tampa teaser. Like if they're just going to get run over, if that happens, if Vea doesn't play in the game, maybe it's also the over period in the game too, like 40 and a half, 41. That's gotten bet up over the course of the week. I wonder if that injury is a big part of it. Um, I, I have a couple teasers with Tampa in them. I haven't like put in the full boat of teasers. Usually do that on Sunday, um, but I have like, I was worried about losing a number in another game, so I did put it with Tampa, like like it a little bit. But at this point, the way the the injury reports have come out, like if anything, Atlanta's going to get bet more. So I don't think you have to rush the teasers. I think you could do it on Sunday when we know more about Vea. Um, short of that, nothing really else going on here. Yeah, I I even if Vea doesn't play, I still like these Tampa teaser legs. It's just the way Atlanta plays and the way Arthur Smith coaches and manages the game. Like I I still like it even if Vea doesn't go in the game. I guess my temptation now, like if Vea Vea doesn't play. I think like Atlanta probably just wins a close game. And like I've been betting on Atlanta recently. Um, I don't really have a thought on the total. I just like these two teams, like especially Atlanta scares me as far as the total is concerned. So Bucks teaser legs, I'm still in on. We'll see where this is on Sunday. We'll have a conversation about the game then. All right, next up, Lions and the Bears in Chicago. Uh, we have Detroit in between a three and a three and a half point road favorite in the game. The total, Ken, is sitting in this game at 43. The Lions won't have their center, Frank Ragnow, like an all pro caliber player. Yeah, we've uh, we've still never really got three minus one ten on this game. In a couple places, it's like pretty close. But we, you know, we I've said all week like, okay, if it gets the three one ten, I would consider betting the lines at that number. Looks like the weather is going to be fine in this game. So whatever handicap you have for like weather and wind and everything looks like a normal football game right now. I kind of have to handicap it normally. I know the teams played a close game. Uh, you know, last time they played and everything. It's just, it's a very small point spread for a team in the Bears that just continually finds ways to lose games. So it's, if it got to three, which it isn't, uh, or less, then probably the Lions. And as it gets less than three, like my bet size would increase as it got toward two and a half. Um, but we're not really there yet. And maybe by Sunday we get there. Uh, for now, I don't have any bets on the game. I, I agree completely with Ken. We talked about it all week. Uh, I, I don't want to play Chicago in this game at these prices. It's Lions or nothing. We're not in range to bet the Lions yet. So we'll have a Sunday conversation, you know, on Sunday. Uh, very fascinating game, Ken, coming up on Sunday in Cincinnati with the Bengals and the Colts. This total got obviously slammed earlier in the week from 40 and a half up to 44. Since he is now a two-point home favorite in the game, especially with how well you know, Jake Browning looked on Monday, how well he played on Monday, like uh, some uh, optimism in the Bengals. So since he minus two, total in the game is 44. For just to people know, Jonathan Taylor obviously is out in this game, and he's going to be out a couple more weeks for Indianapolis as well. Yeah, I, I think... Uh... For, this, for us for this game, it was going to be an over for sure, and we just wanted to wait on the weather. People got a better forecast and bet the over, thinking like, okay, well, like I want to be the first to the market because I think a lot of people like the over in this game. So might as well wait at this point as long as the forecast looks good. Over 44 for sure. Uh, I do like Colts teaser legs. I don't think the Bengals defense is remotely good enough to win a game by margin. Agreed. Uh, Colts teaser legs I think are awesome. We talked about the over all week, and I'll just, you know, I – do you think this won't hit three? Right? We don't think we'll, we don't think we'll get Bengals minus three. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think so. But I, I kind of didn't think we were going to get minus two. So I don't know. Um, 
if we get three, auto bet on the Colts. And look, I like to spray the board. I'll bet Indian app. I'll, I'm going to bet. You know what? How about this? I haven't made the bet yet. I'll see over the weekend to see if I can get a better price. I'm going to bet the Colts to win this game. I'm going to bet Indy to win the game. We'll see if I can get a better price. But I will have a bet on the Colts like to win the game coming up on Sunday in Cincinnati. Ken, I... Some context will be required with it. Why don't we skip the Jaguars and the Browns? We'll hold that for the next segment. And, uh, well, Saints-Panthers will require some nuance also. Uh, so why don't we do Texans and Jets to close the segment? Texans, a three-and-a-half-point road favor. Total is 33. Uh, Zach Wilson back in the saddle for the Jets, starting at quarterback. The Texans without Dalton Schultz. We'll see on Noah Brown. Tank Dell obviously out for the year. Yeah, uh, I don't have any bets in the game right now. Um, I kind of subjectively think the Jets might just win the game with the Texans being down a little offensively. Uh, we had some cases made for that earlier in the show, which I thought were really smart too. Baldy came on and said he thought the Jets were going to win the game. I think they'll be in the money line dog parlay. It's like a volatility team. And then I bet that I'm going to think about placing. Stroud takes a lot of sacks. Zach Wilson playing the Jets defense. Uh, I might price safety yes in this game. Jets have had more safeties in their games than any other team. And I actually think it's a good fit with this Texans team too. Let's my my senses is that this spread is gonna might close three. Um, if and when it gets there, it's only the Texans for me. We'll talk about it on Sunday. On the other side, the rest of our bets, week fourteen, NFL Sunday, to wrap up the phenomenal football Friday edition of You Better You Bet. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the NFL Bets for Week 14 in just a second, but we got to pay the bills. I'll tell you about our show sponsor, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM offering some of the best odds in the game for NFL first touchdown props and the futures market all season long. Lines on the move for every game in Week 14 right now. Check them out. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. Also download the BetQL app for all the tools you need to take down the sports books, including five-star plays like the Grizzlies to cover the spread tonight against the Minnesota Timberwolves in the NBA. BetQL.com and the BetQL app. Thanks to our guests today, Sam Paniotovich, Colin Wilson, Anthony DeBundo, Brad Evans, PJ Glasser, Alex Visano, REP, uh, Stephen Conrad, SC, LC's brother, our technical director, our engineer, Jake the Snake Hassan, and our video producer, God's Perfect Creation, downtown mike brown bet mgm tonight coming up after us a four-hour live betting extravaganza all right back to the nfl bets jake please lay the mario music down all right just to save time we'll get into it here. uh can the saints and the panthers on sunday in new orleans uh total is 38 and a half the saints are now out to a six-point favorite and in case you missed it like this is actually like Derek carr apparently is going to start this game Cleared concussion protocol. Carr is apparently going to play. Been concussed twice in less than a month. Like I, I actually like can't believe it's like a desperate team for making this decision. Just my opinion doesn't impact bets. I guess or maybe it does. So now New Orleans is out to six. So more optimism with Carr than with Jameis Winston as the quarterback. Also for New Orleans, Taysom Hill has been practiced all week. He's questionable. Like he's he's really important, obviously, to the Saints. Um, Chris Olave questionable as well. So a lot to be figured out here, Ken, with New Orleans as we approach kickoff on Sunday. Bets here, please, for the Saints and the Panthers. Yeah, the uh, the market responded to Carr playing by upgrading New Orleans slightly back to six. Not a key number, but like important, like something you would want. 
and uh now i would only bet if it was going to be Jameis, we liked saints could win by margin finally now we're back to the age-old handicap of like it's it's Derek carr and it's dennis allen and they're a big favorite and you would like always want to play against the saints in games like that uh so i think i'm gonna bet the panthers but i'm gonna i'm gonna try to wait this out like this car steam like do we get any more out of this talk sunday about it but like i i would never bet new orleans in the game now it's also worth noting and like this will sound very obvious and yet could be hap- could happen anyway if we're gonna get car props in this game, he he's made of like spare parts at this point, like a bionic man. Um, he's got 17 injuries. He's really playing the whole game, really, um, and it's gonna like attack deep downfield and take a bunch of hits. I, I'm very skeptical that that would be the case. I don't know if we'll get props on car. Uh, I will probably bet all the unders. Yeah, I tell you, it's it's an it's a real bummer because like I, I was really pumped to like lay the Saints here and feel really confident about it if Jameis were the quarterback had a better number. Like, but Ken's right. Like, you bet the Saints in this game with Carr. Like, it's Carr and it's Derek Allen. They're gonna find a way to screw this up. So I'm pissed. We'll move on. We'll we're gonna address this. Bet some props in the game on Sunday. I I also don't I don't know if I want to bet Carolina. So I'll I'll sleep on it for a couple of days. We'll talk about it on Sunday. Ken Browns and the Jaguars in Cleveland. We don't know the status of Jags quarterback Trevor Lawrence. He's officially listed that is questionable, they're going to take this down to the wire. Like, we'll find out on Sunday morning, I'm sure, at like 11.30 a.m. Eastern time and time for actives and inactives on Countdown to Kickoff. But to some optimism in the betting market, Ken, that the Lawrence is going to play because now it's Cleveland in between a two-and-a-half and a, a three-point home favorite, and the total is 33-and-a-half. Kevin Stefanski is also playing coy about who his quarterback will be. DTR cleared concussion protocol. I mean, I, we think it's going to be Joe Flacco. The Flacco will be the quarterback in this game for Cleveland. Not 100%. Um... For Jacksonville, also Christian Kirk done for a while in case people miss that. Amari Cooper is questionable. Denzel Ward expected back for the Browns. Browns and Jags, what do you got? Yeah, it's a total mess. Uh, I don't really want to bet into the market right now at all. Uh, I don't feel like I have a good read on whether Lawrence will try to play. Um, the market's kind of in between two, two and a half, three. You got a little bit of move off the possibility he would play, but not a lot. And uh, and I'm kind of in between two. So uh, I have no bets on this game. There's a lot we don't know, uh, and I don't have any information. Uh, I don't think I'm ever betting Jacksonville at these sorts of prices. It's Browns or nothing. I agree with what Pozzola said earlier in the week. Lawrence is going to play, and we can bet like a two and a half, two and a half with Cleveland. Like, I'm in on that. I think the Browns will win this game, especially if Beathard plays or Lawrence plays. If Lawrence plays, he's not going to be 100%, obviously. So we'll finalize the bets on Sunday. Cleveland or nothing for me in this one against the Jags. Ken, let's go to Baltimore, where we may have inclement weather. The Ravens, seven and a half point favorites at home over Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Total in the game right now is sitting at 40. Uh, We told you earlier in the week, Lamar Jackson mispracticed with an illness. Back at practice today, Lamar Jackson is good to go, Ken, and will start this game for Baltimore. Yeah, kind of just agreed with this market the whole week, honestly. Thought the Ravens should be touchdown or a little more. Total's fine for me. Uh, if the weather is bad, there are some things that are impacted by that. We talked about field goal props and just like general strategy for rain games and wind games, especially uh, earlier in the show. Can check that out. And the other thing that happens, honestly, is if there's going to be really bad weather in this game, uh, then... If you had any designs on betting Lamar Jackson to win MVP, he is very likely to have a very poor statistical game in this game, which would basically like end his candidacy, honestly. If it's like 100 and a touchdown and they win like 13-3 or something and nobody can throw the ball, that's really, really bad for a guy who's trailing in the MVP. So like I know people like are kind of bullish on him still. They can get the one seed. If the weather's bad, like 
like do something else with the money like and you gotta you gotta wait to see if it's gonna be bad if you want to bet him this week to win the award i don't want him but like we've even had people on the show like and it's like that's fine because the weather might be okay if it's not okay like that's gonna be like a really big impact there's only a few games left in the season so just worth keeping in mind you better you bet here with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal Football Friday, giving you our bets for Week 14 NFL Sunday to wrap up the Friday edition of the show. My only thought here at this price would be, and we'll talk about it on Sunday, better idea of the weather. If this is going to be the range it's in, I like Baltimore as a teaser leg. Maybe the Rams could get inside the number here. I don't know if the Rams can win if like the weather is going to be horrendous in this game. We'll talk about it on Sunday, but Baltimore teasers would be intriguing to yours, truly. Ken, let's go to Vegas. Both the Raiders and the Vikings coming off their bye. Justin Jefferson back for Minnesota. He is full practice all week. He is good to go. Jefferson in the lineup. The Raiders will be without their left tackle, Colton Miller. Vikings and Josh Dobbs starts for Minnesota. Vikings a three-point road favorite, 40 and a half the total. Yeah, I've kind of gone back and forth on side and total in this game. Uh, when it first went to three, we talked about it early in the week. I was like, I think I agree with that price. Uh, the total's a little interesting, like... The Raiders' defense has not been particularly good, and you introduced Jefferson into that. Think about what the Chiefs did to the Raiders a few weeks ago. Uh, obviously, scoring conditions ideal, and the Vikings off an absolutely abysmal offensive game before their bye week. Maybe you get a little better here. Maybe it's the over. Uh, I think the side's fine. If anything, this will be something I bet Sunday and maybe just like see how the market moves. If it did get to three and a half for whatever reason, and some of the threes are juice minus 15 on Minnesota, if it got to three and a half, I, I do think I bet the Raiders at that point. Agreed with Ken, gets the three and a half, I'd bet the Raiders. I think I'd only bet the Raiders even at these numbers now. I guess like the unknown here, and we'll move on past this game in a second. The unknown here is we still don't know if like this Raiders coach, like is this Raiders coaching staff good? Because the Vikings coaching staff is really good with time to prepare here. Like are the Raiders going to have something cooked up here? Can Bo Hart agree the play caller, like have something cooked up for Brian Flores' exotic scheme with a rookie quarterback? There's some unknown here in this game. So like three and a half, I think is the number I would need to bet the Raiders. Can Niners... Oh, wow. This number got bet out to 13. Niners 13 against the Seahawks on Sunday. The total here is 46 and a half. Geno Smith didn't practice on Friday with his groin injury. He's questionable. Kenneth Walker, Zach Charbonnet, also questionable here. Uh, kind of like I've got some bad news for everyone with the Seattle injury report. We'll know more on Sunday, obviously. Uh, Niners out to 13 against Seattle. Yeah, this market's kind of all over the place. There are 13s. There's a 13 and a half. There are some 11s. So we're just really, it's not like consistent kind of everywhere, but you see what happens. Like Gino's on the injury report. I think a lot of people like the Niners in the game anyway. They're the best team in the NFL. Um, yeah, I mean, just like a, a market I agree with. And uh, I don't know if I want to like get ahead of like Gino potentially missing or anything like that. I don't think that's what this is. Uh, I think there's not a lot of ways to attack this game now. I just agree that San Francisco is very likely to win, which by the way, depending on how you feel about uh, Eagles Cowboys, which we'll talk about in a second. Like that means Purdy's MVP. Like if they're if they're a hundred percent to win, then Purdy's MVP price is stable and it probably drops after this week. Like you almost can just pencil that in right now, whereas all the other teams are playing in games where they could lose. Gino looks like he's going to be a game time decision, by the way, which is looking this up. Um, and if he doesn't, if Drew Locke's going to be the quarterback, the spread needs to be like fourteen or fourteen and a half. I think we're kind of like maybe there's maybe that's kind of like built in here already. We'll move on. Uh, Chiefs and the Bills, Ken, pick the winner of the game, basically. Total here is 48.5. For the Chiefs, uh, left tackle Donovan Smith, out. Linebacker Drew Crank, Drew Crank, the Drew Tranquil, as you called him, the green dot defender on defense who calls the signals, out. Isaiah Pacheco, out. For the Bills, maybe Dawson Knox is back. Bills and Chiefs, what do you got? Makes sense that the market moves. Uh, I agree that it should move like this. Don't have a strong betting opinion on the game right now. I will say this. Uh, as the Bills continue to get bet, 
And uh, it, I think it's possible they really close a favorite in this game and maybe like a one or a two point favorite in the game, the way this is moving right now and the way the injury report sets up, which is a disaster for Kansas City. Uh, as that happens, the Bills are more likely to do everything in the futures market. And I'll bet you none of that stuff changes. I'll bet you when they become a two point favorite in this game, they're still 20 to win the AFC and the same price to win their division. And they're more likely to win this game in the betting market. So like Sunday, like I might be putting in a lot of Bills stuff if they're going to be more likely to win this game. Uh, I have Bills teasers from earlier in the week. Uh, if we get to Bills, like minus, two, I, I, and I understand that the Chiefs could get blown out in the game. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to put Chiefs, some Chiefs teaser legs in also. Just because Mahomes, like plus eight, plus seven and a half at home, I'm going to have to do it. And like if I lose, I lose. Uh, so we'll talk about that coming up on Sunday. Ken, the Broncos and the Chargers, LA in between a two and a half and a three point home favorite. Total in the game is 44. I think we can be quick on this one. We've been consistent all week with our opinion. Yeah, we just I like Denver. Uh, I bet plus three. Uh, there are still threes in the market. I like using them as a teaser leg if you have to, but I'd rather bet plus three. Um, I also might put in some bets on them to win the game by like one to six. That scoring band, which plays really well, and they're a dog. It'll pay really well this week. Um, Chargers very likely to lose a close game. Broncos really likely to win one. Uh, and then we will close on Sunday Night Football. As I'm looking this up here, the winning margin here, Broncos by one to six at BetMGM. Ken plays, uh, pays plus 340. And final yeah. game here on Sunday will be the Eagles and the Cowboys in Dallas. Dallas in between a three and a three and a half point home favor. The total here is 52. I'll go first here. I think Dallas Goddard being back, he's off the injury report. I think it makes a massive difference for the Eagles. Uh, I, I bet a juice three and a half. So I'm in on Philadelphia in this game. Uh, I like the over as well. Haven't bet it yet. Uh, probably will. So I'm in on the Eagles plus the three and a half. I think the return of Goddard is going to make a huge difference for Jalen Hurts in this offense. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows what I need here. Uh, need Dak to play well. I need the Cowboys to win. I'll be rooting for that. If I had to bet the game, I would probably lay it with Dallas just playing against the schedule for Philadelphia. Like, I think they're a really good team still. I think they can win the Super Bowl still. Uh, this is just the worst situational spot you could possibly imagine. And, uh, and Dallas very rested. So I would lay it if I had to, but don't have to. Probably won't bet it. How about this? Dallas by three, billion points scored in the game. Sound good? Sure. That market, market projects... Dallas three, three and a half billion points in the game. I'm, I'm where let's, let's hit these numbers. Let's make it happen. Yeah. My friends, uh, enjoy the limited time that we have off before we meet again on Sunday morning. Enjoy your weekend, my friends. And I'll talk to you bright and early on Sunday. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Just like, it. get me got. the hell out of here. Friday. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll talk to everyone Sunday morning on the fan at 830 and then Ken and I 11 a.m. Eastern. And until then, wishing everybody minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Enjoy your weekends. We'll talk again. Football Sunday. Bye. Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.